Okay, so during April break, someone wants me to go to Florida. Yep. Someone wants me to go to Atlanta. You okay. want me to go to Colorado. And I said yes part- to all three. <laughs> what part of Florida? Um, South Florida. Um, oh, Chase? Yeah. Fuck Chase. You've already fucking done a bunch of shit with Chase. You, you've been to Florida a gang of times. You've been to Colorado? Only one. Me and Stone drove out there and got stuck. Yeah, fuck that. And then Atlanta. You've been to Atlanta? Yeah, I've been there like twice already. Yeah, and you're not gay, so it's really not your place. You know what I mean? What do you mean by that? Atlanta's like the uh, homosexual capital of the East Coast. Is that true? I mean, I'm pretty sure. Like, elaborate more. I'm trying. That's where all my people are at. Like, that's where I've elaborated. That's it. That's it. That's my elaborating. All your people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I got you. Are we recording? If you want to. <laughs> okay. Does that so, work for you? Before we started uh, really recording for the public, Hunter was telling me that he doesn't want to fucking go to Florida, fuck Chase, and whoever wants him to go to fucking Atlanta could eat a dick. He's coming to Colorado. That's exactly what he said. Also, another fact, we're going to see how much these flights are going for, actually. True, true. Ah, fuck. I don't know. Do people go to Colorado for spring break? That's like spring break time. Dude, you're like too old for spring break now. No, that's what I'm saying. If people go there, the ticket prices are going to be higher. Is what I'm trying oh, to say. I don't know. Because like they're they're pretty expensive. They're pretty expensive for Florida at that time because people go down to South Florida for spring break. I'm saying if no one goes to Colorado Springs, the flights will be cheaper. Yeah, I mean, my thing is, you go to Florida. Honestly, not that I care, but like if they're talking like thousands of dollars, I draw the line somewhere. But the opportunity when you come here. Is much greater. That is very true. Yeah. We could get into that if you want to. Um, oh my God, I burn my mouth. I never do this. Hmm. I never eat on the podcast. I just threw a jalapeno popper in my mouth. Burn the fuck out of me. Yeah, someone's going to be right. driving. Someone's driving right now. Listening to you chewing. Oh my God. I'm or so they're sorry. at work with an AirPod in and you're chewing right in their ear. I'm sorry for chewing in your ear. I mean, jeez, I, I just thought it was going to be something I could do. Like, you know, it wasn't going to, like, crunch or anything, but it crunched and fucking burned. But all right. Um, wow. Whew, professional podcast, huh? All right. So now that I'm back uh, with a burnt song, um, yeah, dude, I don't know. Where do I start with that? Shit. I mean, you kind of started it by – Talking, not, I don't want to say talking shit to me. That that wasn't the case. You, um, I don't know. We had a, a moment where we got a little fucking. I feel like we need to start. No, listen. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I just had to be honest with you. No, here's the thing. I had to be honest with you for a minute, right? Because you had an opportunity in front of you, right? Right. You still you still had an opportunity to pursue a dream that you've had for a while that. You know, you've been pissed off about that you, you might have missed out on. But now you got a second chance at it. So I'll straight yeah. up honest with you with about what you going on with what you have going on in your life. And what you right. can do with that, with, with everything going on, it's like the easy thing is to sit around and get fucking depressed. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people would do that shit. But like with this opportunity that you have, like this is your opportunity to live out your dream, right? right. So I yeah, think you got to right. take it like... You got to, like, put all the bullshit that you're dealing with in your life 
and like mm-hmm. do something positive with all this pain and shit that you have, bro. Go pursue something you've always wanted to do. You're you that you've always wanted to do. Like you're not in the bike life anymore. You have no distractions. Like right now, it's literally just you. And you know, you took this opportunity with a sparring session and dude seeing the potential in you in boxing to become pro, bro. Why wouldn't you take that shot? It's like if you didn't, you'd be no, living right. with that regret for the rest of your life. No, and to like kind of fill people in um, who don't know, um, and maybe we should have him on the podcast. Man, he's a good dude. Um, a friend of mine. I keep on. I haven't admitted this to him, but I keep calling him Josh Ramos. But his name is Jeremy, and I keep calling him Josh because I keep thinking of Josh Figueroa, and I don't know why. But he keeps coming to my head whenever I think because they fight a lot alike and they look a lot alike that I'm just so used to saying. Uh, anyways, my boy, fucking. Let me back it all the way up. A couple months ago, the owner of the shop was like, yo, we should have like uh, basically like a tough man contest where you have the fucking, you box somebody, you know, for like three two-minute rounds, but it's like, it's like a smoker. It's not nothing serious, right? But he was going to have it like shop versus shop and me box this dude, Jeremy, right? And I kind of just like blew it off. Not a big deal. Like, ha, 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 you know, whatever. Fast forward, I come into the shop one day because I'm not there full time like the guys are there. You know what I mean? I, I have my other job. So I come in and I see this dude and I'm like, oh, who the fuck is this? He goes, oh, yeah, Jeremy. And I was like, oh, he goes, yeah, you box. And I was like, oh, sh- you're the fucking guy. So whatever. <clears throat> real nice dude. Real cool dude. You know, whatever. He lets me know he's matched up. He's about to fight on March 10th. And then he, you know, basically just just in conversation. I was like, yo, if you need some work, like, I'll come down to work with you. You know what I mean? Give you some rounds or whatever. Because he put it out online and he was looking for people to spar. Yo, I go down and fucking not to give like all the whole information out, whatever, but it's like, I made this comment the other day. I'm no Mike Tyson by any stretch. Like let's not paraphrase this or or clip this and fuck me up. I'm not Mike Tyson, but I remember like four years ago, Mike Tyson was on the Joe Rogan podcast and then uh, Joe Rogan was like, yeah, Mike, you know, you ever hit the bag or whatever? He goes, no, 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 no. He goes, why? He goes, Cause like when I do it, it sparks this like thing inside of me, and that's all I can do. I fucking I go crazy. Fucking my family hates it. My, you know what I mean? I, I turn to a different person. And I didn't realize that that was true. So I went in there. You know, I grabbed all my stuff. I you know deep out of the closet, and I went and, and did some rounds. And you, it just sparked something. I'm like, fuck. Like, I'm not currently like the most happiest dude in the world right now. Like my situation is not great. I'm living a country music song for real. And it's like, I don't know, man. It just gave me – you can't think about other things when someone's trying to take your head off. You, you just can't. It, you know what I mean? And that was uh, – that started talking to the managers and promoters and coaches and shit like that that are down there. You know, some of them wear a couple different hats. And then um, they were saying that this is what the fuck I should do. Now, I've been hearing that since I was like 16, 17, 18. But – I never took the shit seriously. And as we talked about on you know, previous episodes, my priority was being a biker. You know, that that's what the fuck I was going to do. And I went from that to now, you know, then being in the army full time and, you know, being a dad full time and doing all these things. And then now it's like, it's just me here in an empty apartment with my dog and nothing else. So I'm like, damn, should I do this? Just kind of dropped it on Hunter. And Hunter hit me with the fucking longest, most well-thought-out response that he ever fucking has given me. And it's like, dude, like, if you don't do this, you're going to regret it. And, you know, he could basically – you could tell people more or less what you said. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to fucking misquote you. No, basically what I told him, man, is like 
it's like you really like to get a second chance at this shit is crazy and you got it so like why wouldn't you do right now under all the circumstances like right now all you guys yourself bro and it's like about Mm -hmm. time in your life that you do some shit for yourself and go do some shit you've always wanted to do because it's never too late it's basically what i told them yeah yeah i mean and and, and uh... here's another thing it's like and when you were texting me after your first sparring session bro because i just know that feeling like what it's like like to chase that dream like when you like Mm. first get started and shit with open road right in front of you like i know that feeling it's like the best feeling in the world chasing something like i see Mm. you now with the boxing i've been watching stone this whole time like whole time chasing this his shit and coaching it's like bro i know that feeling it's like right now i'm not chasing shit like sports wise like i can go obviously play again overseas arena or something like that but i'm not chasing that dream of like the NFL anymore, like you know what I'm saying? Because I can't. Mm-hmm. I just blew my shit out, and it, it is what it is. Time is time. I mean, but to see you guys still have that opportunity, bro. That shit excites me. That's why I was like, bro, you got that opportunity. Go fucking do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? No, and that that means a lot, man. Like, honestly, it was weird because, you know, I went in. I was set to spar on a Tuesday, but me being me, I'm like, man, like I haven't you know, suited up at all in two years, like not even once, you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, I just had that whole face surgery and shit. And uh, I was like, man, I hit up, you know, Jeremy, I'm like, bro, I fucking, I'm going to come down and, and just kind of move around, whatever, see what's good. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell the owner that you're coming down, boom, boom, boom. Like, all right, cool. I fucking show up, you know, his, his camp is, you know, kind of underway, you know, they're, they're working different techniques and shit for his, <clears throat> his upcoming fight. And I walk in, I meet the owner come to find out the owner is a dude who I saw a fight uh, on the undercard uh, of Kodo when they fought at Yankee Stadium. And I look to my immediate left and what the fuck do I see? Adrian, the problem Broner, fucking huge mural on the wall with fucking, you know, all these pictures and camp. And then I look and, you know, Gary Russell Jr. Then I look in Sean Porter. Then I look in fucking, you know, to a, like I'm like what the fuck I, I'm I went into this gym thinking it was just a regular boxing gym right because we came up in a gym that was just loaded with you know studs and world world champions right so I'm thinking this is just a regular gym dude this is not a regular gym like this is fucking in my opinion you know based off of who trains in this gym this is like the the grail of you know altitude training out here you know what I mean and it's like after my first day there, next day I come in and spar, and I'm there as a human punching bag. Like, I'm, I'm there to help a dude out for his, you know, 20-something pro fight. And to get the coaches that were coming up to me, hey, man, that fucking just jab and this, that you got is, is smooth. That movement is fucking great. But, but I'm like, these dudes get paid, like, significant – like amounts of money to give off their their knowledge and their view and their expertise to fighters. I'm just in there. And obviously if these dudes are coming up to me and telling me, like, yo, you have something here. Like you you what the what are you doing? How old are you? What, what the I'm like, ah man, I'm 30. The dude goes to me. So? I go, what, what do you mean? So like I didn't I didn't turn pro when, you know, the option was presented to me by um, you know, Craig Salomon or Lou or, you know, fucking uh, Jimmy Birchfield or any of these people. I, I didn't take the opportunity to do it because my mind was somewhere else. But now to have this dude come up and, and say, dude, you didn't miss your window. He goes, 
you're good for like another six years. And I'm like, he's like, at least. And I'm like, I don't know, dude. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to do this. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not put the car in front of the horse, man. It's been two days. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care about that. What weight can you get to? And I was like, what the fuck? And I'm, you know, these dudes have people pursuing them to, to be coached by them. And, and I walk into the gym and now they're the ones pressing me to allow them to coach me. It was just, it, it was, it was surreal, man. And I feel now, like you said, more focused and more, I feel like now currently, I mean, you, you've seen tape. I, I feel like I'm better now than I was when I was in my quote unquote prime. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. Different, different style of fighter for sure. Mm-hmm. Because based on the video I've seen, like when you were younger and shit, you were always trying to be the aggressor, the brawler type shit. But mm-hmm. now you're fighting completely the opposite. It looks like, and it's like more I, in I defense, even... more in defense, picking your shots and shit like that. That's what I noticed. And and it's like it's not like I was uh there was like a lack of output because I've lost like the Golden Gloves and shit before by being all defense and not having a high output. You know what I mean? And it's like now I, I don't want to like fucking. I'm not trying. I'm super humbled with this shit. And, and this whole situation has me super humbled. Like the opportunity has me super humbled. So I don't want anyone to hear this, to take this the wrong way. But it's like, I feel like by watching, you know, some film and shit where it's like, damn, like I really am, am picking shots like a professional. Like, I mean, I'm really accurate in where I want, you know, in that whole round, I, I think I, I missed three punches and I had a good output. You know what I mean? And it's like, would you, what's your take on that you you know you know the sport and here's what i'm so glad you're not doing is tapping your forehead before throwing the jab <laughs> <laughs> i'm so oh, glad man no nah, you still not... do it every now and then huh i still do it every now and then no nah, there was one you you like has eat him and then caught him with a hook i thought was dope no yeah, you, I mean, you threw some it. good shots in there defense looked good too you weren't just taking hits you were you know hands up covering your face like before you were just like hands that that jab hand down taking mm-hmm. shots because like the, the, the shots probably didn't bother you so right right you were now just I taking them but now it's like okay now you're covering your face you're showing some defense so now you look good just got to keep yeah, going what you're going to do with the opportunity next and that's the thing is like <clears throat> i haven't been living the most healthiest healthiest of lifestyles but at the same time you know immediate change right immediate schedule change immediate everything like i don't think that i've been asleep past 4 a.m since i started i've been getting up i'm already running in the fucking snowstorms and shit that we had i'm already running three four or five miles at three in the morning then i come back to my house i take a shower take the dog out get changed fucking eason quick on my way to the gym i'm at the gym at 5 5 30 get out of there at like 10, 10, 30. And then I'm at work from 11 to nine and then repeat the same thing. You know what I mean? It's like, so what time are you going to bed by? uh, Last night was probably my earliest. And that was about like 1140. So what are you averaging like hours a night sleeping? Since I started training four and a half. Bro, we're going to have to fix that. Yeah, no, for sure, man. And that's the thing. I could get you a sleep coach too, if you need one. No, dude, you're just gonna do all that. I don't. I'm only, I'm only paying you. That's it. You know. I don't all right, bet. Um, but no, nah, my my thing is like, um, uh, you know, like I'm I'm still doing things that like I shouldn't because I I have made commitments and stuff. Like, 
in reality, I shouldn't have played football today, right? But it's like, I don't know, like cross-training in a way. But in at the same time, you know, I could potentially get hurt, and then that would be stupid too. So it's like, you know, I, I'm making changes, but I feel like when people make those, like, immediate, like, crash diet changes, lifestyle changes, like, and it's it's so fucking drastic, it's not maintainable. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, like, it's like there's a point where you're going to have to be like, all right, this is when I'm like, at this point, like preparing for a fight, how many weeks out you want to oh, start yeah. actually getting yeah, tapped yeah. in for? You know what I'm saying? Right. Because you can't be mean, around the clock, like meal plan, all that shit, because you're going to get burnt out. Like you got to take time off. And it's like, then you draw the line when it's time to fucking get ready for the mm-hmm. fight, you know? Yeah, 100%, man. And it's like, you know, and, and not to, to air out the situation too much, but it's like, you know, the opportunity too for Hunter to, to come out here. Cause I mean, I know what your real life plan is, right? And then I know what your backup plan is. And then I also know what you're really fucking good at. And that's, you know, strength and conditioning, fucking nutrition, just, you know, all around, like, just sports science side of things. And it's like, when it comes to, all right, how am I going to make weight? What should I be doing for other training outside of when I'm working with a, you know, sports-specific boxing trainer? who the fuck else do I reach out to other than my brother? You know what I mean? I know plenty of people, but it's not the same. You know what I mean? So my thing is I reached out to Hunter and now Hunter is officially, I don't know. I, what, what title do you want? I, mean, I don't even fuck. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I was thinking about that the other day, but no, it's funny you said because me and Stone were recently talking. He's like, yo, he's like, for some reason I could always just picture you as like a strength and conditioning coach. 100%. And then literally dude, weeks later you hit me up with this opportunity, but nah, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, that is like one thing that I like know about is like just how to increase human performance. Like, mm-hmm. because let's be honest, like naturally, if I didn't work hard and put in all the work I did, me being who I am, just like naturally based on size, I probably wouldn't be just naturally dominant at sports. Right. So right. me, my way, I had to figure out how to do shit. So I had to figure out how to train properly for my size and everything to be most effective in sports. Right. Right, right. So I just with that, I had to do the most research, study, reading books, all this shit and get the proper training to get where I needed to be. Like Mm -hmm. this shit wasn't naturally. I had to figure out my own way. So like this is one thing I definitely know about. And I'm glad you hit me up with this opportunity, bro, because I'm about to get you right. No, and and I'm going to take this shit seriously. And it's like on top of that, too, it's just, you know, I know you you have a really great thing going on now, you know, <clears throat> you know, at the school and, and doing what you're doing. And I know what your pursuit is, but it's like I look at the situation and I'm like, damn, like, you know, for my brother to come on uh, and make what, you know, a strength and conditioning coach would make in, in any of these contender fights. It's like it's life changing money. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, I'm not starting there, but that doesn't mean I'm not in the gym with the people who need the help because there's so much in regards to boxing, there's so much, I didn't want to say bro science, but like just old traditions of dumb shit, you know, like the dramatic weight cuts, the, Oh, you know, you, you don't drink water at practice. Cause you're going to cramp up. I mean, I've heard that from so many coaches and we know in science that that's not true, but it's like, <clears throat> you, you hear these things and it's like the, the sport has so many controversies in regards to you know, athlete performance and conditioning where it's like, yo, that's like your fucking thing. And you've been tapped into high level world champion and contenders and, you know, all the way down to, to 
debut guys to journeymen. You, you've been shoulder to shoulder with these dudes and you understand it. And I think that you would fucking be crazy great at this shit. You know what I mean? I, I, that's just my opinion, you know? Bro, I feel like my whole life has prepared me like for this opportunity. Like, swear to God, bro, like this shit, strength, conditioning, performance mm-hmm. and shit like that. I've been studying that shit since fucking I was young, bro. So it's like to mm-hmm. finally get the opportunity to use the knowledge I fucking have over all these years is going to be dope. And like you were saying, like in the boxing industry, like people's view on strength, conditioning, nutrition is all based on old values. I guarantee you show the meal plan I gave to you to somebody. Mm-hmm. Then like, oh, no, this is bad. Too, uh, too much carbs, this and that. But they don't understand the science behind that shit because reality, bro, with your workload, you're talking you're in the gym four or five hours. Like, right. you know how many and calories you have to eat to even. After running fucking for an hour and a half. You know what I mean? Exactly. So you're putting in what? Six hours a day training and shit uh, boxing wise? Um, about seven and a half is like the average. Seven and a half is like, bro, you know how much you're going to have to eat to keep up your performance, bro? Like, come on, you see dudes like the traditional way, like when you cut weight for wrestling and shit, bro, they made yeah. you just not eat at all. And you're out there. You couldn't do shit like you were and just carried, tired as fuck. And I carried that same shit over to fighting. So it's like, you know, cutting weight for Scully or Callis or even when I was cutting for L.A. shit like that. It's like they didn't really know like what I should or shouldn't be doing. It was just like, oh, how much? Five more pounds fights tomorrow. Yeah, just just go ahead and hit the hit the road and hit the sauna and and don't drink or eat nothing. You, no bread, you'll be good. I'm like, okay, and it's not how it. Where I should five pounds the day before, do less than twenty four hours out. Oof, you know. Exactly. So it's, it's like, like, yeah, that's no fault for them. Like that's all the shit I know expertise. is just like based on fucking science and all research and shit I done. Like, bro, there's this one guy I follow, and like mm-hmm. I spoke with him about like shit for me specifically training. This dude, Josh Bryant in Texas, bro, probably mm-hmm. one of, like, the top coaches out there. If anyone looks him up on, like, Instagram or anything but him, I'd be learning from him. Like, I read, I read like, all the books this dude got. He sends me emails we- weekly about different tips and shit like that. So, it's like, bro, I'd be learning from elite people. Right, right. And, I mean, it's just my thing is I've always had, um, like, immediate response to anything, whether it's diet, whether it's workouts, whether, you know, if I'm lifting, I'll get big as fuck fast. If I'm fucking cutting down, I'll get mm-hmm. cut down fast. Like my body responds well. So I've never, I've always just taken this shit for granted. Like I consistently treat my body terribly. Don't get enough sleep. I eat terrible. I fucking probably consume, you know, 75 Red Bulls a week. And I mean, that's on like a conservative scale. So it's like, dude, it, it's, I mean, the amount of water that I've probably drank in the past week it's probably more than I've drank in the past two years. That's why I'm excited to see how your body responds to this meal plan because your shit's always up and down. Like, I guarantee after a week, like, you mm. take a photo before the meal plan and then a week after, you'll probably have a pretty decent transformation in just in one week just based on how your body gains and loses. You know, it's just crazy. Like, I'm thinking about um, – not to sound like a fucking you know like a girl or like a metro but just the way that like certain shit that i have fits anyways like i put on like what the fuck i'm like now look i'm like huh and then somebody the other day was like it not a dude uh not to be weird even though i'm uh quote-unquote gay um yeah this girl was like wow your body is like crazy i'm like what and then i looked down i'm like i'm 30 i'm like man when you see me i was just like 
205-ish, give or take, and fucking whatever. You know what I mean? Just I wasn't doing anything. I didn't lifting shit. And now that I've been working out, it's just like the way that shit responds is, is nuts. Even today on the football field, like, I don't know. Maybe I should have been playing at a lighter way. I fucking, I was every fucking where. It was nuts, man. You know, but I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I don't, I don't want to, you know, burn our whole episode up just talking about this. But I mean, you know, I'm just grateful to, uh, you know, the, the people who invited me into this gym, you know, put aside shit damn near countless hours now and just in a matter of like fucking 10 days and uh you know continue to want me in there and and take a like a real serious interest in what i bring to the table because you know i don't have the the most fucking um like longevity when it comes to you know uh amateur bouts and shit like that like my background in that it's it was really really good then it was, you know, stagnant, then really, really good, then stagnant. And then, you know, just boxing for the army is, is a whole thing in itself. It's that's separate. So it's like, I don't know, you know, they, they're not even looking at me resume wise. They're not looking at me and who I train with. They're just looking at me and what I brought to the gym as a dude who's not even in shape like that to just show up and, and perform. So, I mean, I'm grateful, man, literally to, to have the opportunity to work in the gym where through all these years, I've always had Adrian Broner's back talking mad shit to people and would fucking debate them to the end of earth that, like, this dude is this untapped, like, awesome fighter. And, you know, obviously he has his own struggles and shit, but the thing is, is that was, like, my North Star of boxing performance. And now to not know it, but to walk into the gym and be like, oh, shit, like, I didn't even know that this was here and I've been here for two years. What the fuck? You know what I mean? So it's pretty crazy, man, how shit works out. No, nah, I'm excited for you. I'm just shit where this shit goes, building on see. Hell yeah, man. But yeah, I'm, I'm happy to fucking have you on board, man. I couldn't think of anybody else other than, you know, you and Kimby, bro, to be honest, you know. I hear that. I appreciate it too. You no know? doubt, man. Appreciate you. Fuck. But um, yeah, I mean, probably have to cut out half of that because we just, you know, ran off on a tangent again, uh, like always. But no, nah, fucking you want to get into some of these submissions and shit and uh, get back the people that we probably lost, you know, that don't give a fuck about boxing? Yeah, this is a long one. Let me drink some water first. Okay. All right. This is for Nick, right? So I've been listening to the podcast for a little bit now, and I can relate to a lot of what Nick says. I was once in the bike life, and it was very difficult for me to walk away from it, too. I hear you talking about some of the stuff going on in your personal life and your relationship. And, bro, I have two kids with a Spanish girl. And we got a divorce and went through a lot of shit. And ever since we split, I said I was never going to love again. And it wasn't until I met. <laughs> it wasn't until I met a white girl, which I never liked before. It changed my perspective on women. And all I'm saying is, bro, try talking to a white girl and see what you think and report back on the pod. LOL. All love, brother. Yo, I'm, I wonder who that is, man. These anonymous submissions, man, always get me. Um, I want to be able to, like hit everything that he talked about but i i don't want to skip anything um yeah i don't know man like okay 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 let me let me give a little bit of of context here so i had a conversation with gimpy after like my third day in the gym let him know what was going on who i had talked to and, and kind of like what my plan was right because if anyone's going to manage anything that i'm doing it's obviously going to be him right and uh <laughs> to backpedal here um, you know, he said to me, he's like, dude, like, are you sure that you're not doing this to just consume yourself with something like to, for you to be busy for you to not have to think about the shit you have going on? He goes, if that's the case, cool. Like, I'm not against that. 
but you got to also think about, you know, the potential damage you could be doing to, you know, your, your body, your brain, your fucking nose, all that stuff. I'm like, right. I was like, <clears throat> honestly, since I was young, 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 I, I, I wanted to fight. Like, that's what I wanted to do. And then when I had the opportunity to do it, I fucking took off of the shit. And then it, it got consumed by the whole, the whole being a biker thing, man. And um, I think now <clears throat> to kind of get into what this dude was saying, it's like, yeah, that never love again to all of white girls. I think I'm just good, bro. Like, I think that now the way world, the world has worked out is forced me to strip away all the things that really genuinely weren't me just because I was good at being a fucking biker just because I was good at doing this different shit doesn't mean that that's like if I had no outside influence that I definitely wouldn't have done that you know what I mean like I you look at me and you're like a biker no bikers look like this this dude's wearing fucking Jordans and snapbacks and fucking wheeling Harleys that's not what the fuck so I guess now I know you want me to report back. I think that's what he said on, on you know, the status of if I fucking date a white girl or whatever. I just don't think I'm going to take any, like, relationship seriously. Like, I, I'm not not even, like, looking to do that. Like, I don't even feel like I need to do it. But, I mean, if I do start doing it, I mean, it's never been off the table. It's just never been, like, a front runner in my book. I mean, I have no issue with white girls whatsoever. I talk a lot of shit, but I really have no problem with white girls. You don't but, discriminate? Uh, Nah, I mean, yo, like, what's cool is cool. Like, I mean, I'm not, I think women are beautiful, even though I'm gay, quote unquote. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think, yeah, women are beautiful, man. There's like different things about different women that are whatever. My, at this point in my life, though, I don't know, bro. If I'm telling you that by the time I get home and shit, I'm only sleeping like four, four and a half hours, and you're telling me I'm going to need to sleep more. Ugh. I mean, could you imagine the fucking the stress that that would put on any relationship white girl or not shit i know you know what i'm saying that's the same shit i've been preaching on here yeah so now i just keep it cool So now you finally understand what i'm saying when you're tapped in yeah yeah because like for one like for one i'm not gonna let these people down that gave me this opportunity for two i'm not gonna let myself down for fucking three i'm definitely not gonna fucking embarrass myself because all of my peers that i came up with with the exception of one dude are really, really, really fucking dominant in the sport at the level that they're currently at. And I've missed out on that 10 year window that they've already been competing in. So now I'm not going to fucking be like, Oh yeah, I didn't ride the wave with you guys. I rode the wave 10 years later on my own after I was done with the army and all this other shit. And then I get fucking starched. Fuck no, man. So it's like, I know the amount of dumb shit that I do when I'm, fucking around or if i'm in a relationship or whatever like the amount of time that that consumes and i'm not a complete fucking asshole i do care about if somebody's natural needs and wants is to spend time like unless you're gonna be in the goddamn gym like yeah i mean and you're gonna be uh, i don't want to say a cheerleader but like a fucking towel assistant type deal or or you're uh you know amanda serrano and you're gonna marry me because i love you and you're also a professional fighter um I, dude this is not gonna work out so i just let that shit be known from the jump like don't expect much more than nothing from me if i'm gonna be talking to anybody so i think that's yeah. the best thing you gotta do just be completely honest up front what's going on yeah like save you the trouble the later. yeah like you 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 know what's up like Hey, li- and then like you can always fall back on, hey, listen, I told you from the beginning. Right. 
Yeah, no, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, hey, it kind of is what it is, bro. I'm just chilling. So, hey, if a white girl is out there listening, you know, hey, you know, I don't <laughs> – I need one of these AI AI chicks, man, to come to the gym and just fucking, I don't know, be like, um, man, who's the dude that fought Errol Spence that broke his orbital? You asking the wrong guy. I have I no idea. It, man. Dude, no, we need to post her. Um, oh, this is so uh, kind of uh, thirsty sounding. This is not me and you whatsoever. But yo, this girl is like the. I just have to send it to you. Hold Where's on. her head at though? Because that doesn't. Dude, she was in the gym. Me. She was in the gym with her with her man every single fucking day. Um, hold on. What the fuck was his name? Why is it saying Errol Spence fought Mikey Garcia? That's not true. Oh, Ugas. That's right. Hold on. I'm you know, sorry for the listeners. This, this is delay not... right here reminds me. Someone said we need to hire somebody to come on the podcast and, and look shit up. During the, the delays? No, and look shit up while we're just up here bullshitting. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, this is true. We Yo, we do. We need a chin, dude. Actually, that's what Glenn texted me. Yeah, dude, we, yeah, that's what we need. So, yo, Glenn, do you want to be our fucking? He like did our, say he's like, chin? he did say, yo, you guys are pretty funny on the podcast. Yo, it's just so organic. This is a conversation we'd have if we were just on the phone. Yeah. Let me because anyone who, yo, anytime I've been around somebody and we've been on FaceTime, they're like, oh, I feel like I was just listening to an episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get to the next question? Or are you still looking? So, oh, no, 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 no. I already sent it to you. Click on it. Okay. You ready for the next question? But you got to give me your opinion on this This first. We got to close this out. Did you send me it? Yeah. It's in our group chat. Oh, let me go look. Yeah. What the fuck? We need Chin, dude. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. You're telling me if she wasn't in the gym with you every single day or like following behind you in the car while you're running with the hazard lights on, you want to get married immediately? Oh, I would. Oh, okay, cool. Which, Just checking. That's that's hard. <laughs> so, if if any of you want to be um, that are listening to the podcast, if you you know you want to come out and you want to be um, what what the fuck is her name? Yeah, if you want to be my uh, Dianara, yeah, Dianara Leon, yeah, you're hired. Just there out the window goes the fucking white girl thing there though but i mean whatever even if your name is like fucking sydney sarah courtney whatever other white names there are and you want to be that hey sounds good you know what i mean but that's the only way it's going to work out other than that i'm just gay you know <laughs> now are you ready for the next one okay yes please what's a better brotherhood the biker life or mafia <laughs> mafia culture wow um Well, I can't speak on one. I wasn't a part of that. But um, my thing is the, the structure and the bylaws and guidelines for both are set up for them to both be like an impenetrable brotherhood of everyone having each other's backs and everyone having each other's family's backs. And all that shit. But unfortunately, just not – it doesn't exist anymore. So I, I don't think either. I mean, I think they both suck in their own way. You know what I mean? Here's why mafia back then, because like a, 
they were all family though. And back then that's when families were coming over and shit from Italy. Mm-hmm. And so they were all close knit back then. But I think that's too, what yeah. makes them different because obviously biker biker life, not everyone's family. But the thing is too, you gotta think fucking um a lot of the motorcycle clubs that were started and shit were started by dudes like returning from the military and war and shit. So then you got to think me and Trey, like, dude's not my blood family, but he's more family to me than 99% of my family. So it's like, they, they're both, if you create an organization out of anything, they're, they're, it's, it's set up for success. Like nobody starts a business or a group or a club or a, but fucking, then you got drugs in the biker life though. You had drugs like in the mouth. Hard too. drugs. Same, same as fucking. But you don't dude. hear about it. What do you mean? Look up fucking um, uh, Sam Gravano and, and John Gotti and their whole situation and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, it, it, no matter what, there, there's going to be these influences and shit that are going to fuck it up. Like, there's no such thing as like a fucking, um, like an unconditional brotherhood amongst people when you get outside of like a certain number. You know what At mean? some point, it's going to fall. Yeah, it, not everyone is going to be the fucking on the same page as you. Like, that that's just what it is. You know what I mean? That's true. So, yeah, they, they both fucking suck in their own ways. That, that'd be my answer for that that's one. That's it? So, no one's yeah. better. So, you're saying they're basically the same shit? Yeah, dude. Even think about it. Even a fucking a church. You know what I mean? You go to a church and people are still talking shit about each other and stuff. I don't think that any institution is exempt from lack of commitment, brotherhood, sisterhood whatever you know what i mean even a, a normal traditional family mom dad brother sister cousins they they fall out and, and call the cops on each other and do each other dirty in different ways it's there's it's just i think the world in itself you know what i mean and i think that you would be lucky in your life to have motherfuckers that you know for sure like bro i could fucking probably get yanked offline for this one but dude i could shoot somebody in the fucking head in front of you know, Ty or you or Trey or Gimpy, and you're going to go, all right, let's grab some towels and let's fucking handle this and vice versa. But that does not extend outside of that circle. You know what I mean? Because it, it people just aren't, aren't built like that. You know what I mean? Everyone is self-preservation is always going to be a lot of people's um, like primary reaction or instinct to certain situations, you know? It's hard to find people like that. That's why you don't come across many. Right. No, 100%. And when you do, fucking hold it down. Jesus. You know what I mean? Don't be a piece of shit. So, See yeah. I don't know. My answer is the fucking the Boy Scouts, bro. I don't know. You know what I mean? They all suck. That, that's the best. Let's see what else we got. Have you ever been fired from a job? Um, Tell about that time at Eliano's. Oh, fuck. That one? Um, When you were eating the- a pizza out of people's boxes. No, I didn't do that. No, nah, what'd you do? No. Nah, um, all right. Well, fired from a job. I mean, my father used to fire me on like a weekly basis. Um, because what I would do is I would I had an eighty-six cutlass lowrider that was carbureted in the middle of the winter and had no business making this my daily driving car. And he would call me at like nine thirty, like, yo, where the fuck you at? And I would be like, Oh dude, I'm I'm on fucking, you know, I'm on six ninety one. When really I was still in bed, I'm like, fuck, I gotta get up. But I've gotten a lot better with the shit. But as far as fired, I would quit before I knew I was going to be fired. Like the time that I worked at Laser Tag and we decided to fucking go and ride the moped through the Laser Tag arena um, by taking it up the fucking the freight elevator. 
in Main Street. Do you remember me getting in trouble? Wow, for that? I forgot you worked there. Yeah, I quit before they found out. Like I knew they were gonna find out, and I quit. And I was like, I just, and I didn't even quit correctly. I just didn't show back up. I just didn't say anything. I didn't even pick up my last check. Nothing. I think mom grabbed it for me. Bro, that was the fucking spot back then. Holy yeah, shit. It was. So there was that uh, fired, fired. Where else could I have been fired from? Um, nah, Gibby fired me when I was like 15. We we're supposed to be working on his house. He fucking fired me. And I just basically, I had to wait the rest of the day. It was kind of dumb because I had to wait the rest of the day to get picked up. So I just sat in a swing set, dude, for like eight hours. Um, fired, though. No, I mean, Ileano's fucking, they used to play this joke on people. They probably still do. Where the owner uh, on Washington Street, Jay, um, like, he would basically tell somebody on the staff to go to the new person and say, hey, ask Jay about his sister's piano recital. And then they're like, okay, they go and ask, and then Jay would play this this prank on them. So basically, they said it to me. This dude, Ryan Lantia, told me, ask Jay about his piano recital. I told him, I was like, dude, I don't really give a fuck about that kind of shit. Like, why would I ask him about something I don't care about? He was, no, 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 ask him. Like, he'll really appreciate it. His sister's like a world-renowned pianist. I'm like, oh, all right. Jay comes back a couple hours later, and I'm like, hey, man, can I see your sister's piano recital? He looks at me and goes, what? What, motherfucker? And I'm like, huh? I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, yeah, your sister's piano recital. I heard she's world-renowned. He goes, yeah. And he fucking do. He, like, throws a plate, bro, into the kitchen. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this fucking guy? Because you think it's funny? My sister's got no fucking hands. You think she could play the fucking piano? And I'm like. Oh, shit. But me being me, I doubled down. I said, yeah, fuck your sister. Then I fucking quit. Her and her no fucking hands. And I go storming off, and he says some shit, and then I turn around. We get broken up because, like, we're going to fight. As I, I fucking storm out the front door, I go to get in my car. The entire staff comes running out laughing. Like, yo, yo, we're joking. It's a prank. It's a prank, dude. We're just fucking with you. I was so mad that I still left and drove home. But I came back the next day, and they told me, like, all the people they played the prank on, some people would cry, apologize, like beg for him to forgive them. They would tell on whoever told them the shit. They said, you were the only person ever to get mad, say, fuck your sister and her no hands, and then want to fight. I was like, dude, I don't know how to respond to that. Like, I thought we were boys. You're throwing plates and shit. I don't know. How to, what the fuck am I supposed to do? You know what I mean? Like, fuck, dude. No, we'll yeah. be honest. That, that's pretty good. Yeah, dude, that, that was a good prank, bro. Fucking bad. They, they did it for years. I bet they're probably still doing it, to be honest. Damn, yeah, that's that was good. good. But fired? Nah, I sh- probably should have been fired multiple times. Like I worked for my dad. I was driving a customer's car in the rainstorm. I decided to fucking e-brake slide it fucking around a corner. I caught like way too much speed. I ended up hitting a curb, ripping the entire rear end out. I called my dad. He came with the fucking tow truck, picked it up. And then fucking I overcharged another person for a separate job to pay for the trailing arm and shit in this car. And then I replaced it and then gave the customer their car back the next day as if I never crashed their car. Oh my God. Yeah. So I should have been fired for sure, but I, I never really got fired though. I never got fired either. Yeah. I mean, you probably should have, right? Is there ever a time that you could think of that you did some dumb shit and you probably should have been fired at work? Yeah. Nothing off the top of my head, but I'm I'm sure there is. I'm sure everyone has. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I don't know some inside stories. I probably should have been fired the times I like fought bouncers and shit, like at like bars and shit that like our mom worked at. Like I I worked there too, so I probably should have gotten fired, but I I didn't. You were I fighting other bouncers. 
Yeah, me and your dad. He he brought me back there one night. I'll tell you that whole story offline. Oh, I thought you were going to get into it. Never mind. No, I think I told you this, man. When I was up there, that fucking me and him went up to Hartford. Oh, yeah, you did. You short did. ball guy, Sean. And, yeah, he got fucking drilled off on. I didn't even know why I was fighting. They, your dad woke me up. He was like, hey, we got to take a ride. I'm like, why? He said, beep. And I'm like, all right, cool. Dude, he said nothing. The entire ride up there. And then fucking as soon as we got there, he goes, yeah, which one's this guy? Which one's that guy? I said, oh, that's him, and that's him. He goes, all right, cool. We're going to fuck him up. And I was like, all right, sounds good. I just fucking came out of the fucking the, the stairwell. Fucking, that was it. Started teeing off on people. They weren't even expecting it. And I think I was only like 16. That sounds and like then, a movie scene. Yeah, and dude, and it, it happened. And then when we get outside, it's a snowstorm. I didn't have my license. I was, I was 15 because I wasn't supposed to be working there either. And uh, yeah, he handed me the keys. And he goes, all right, just follow me back to the house. And I was like, huh? Like, you want me to okay i was like all right no problem and i just i followed him back to the house <laughs> oh boy i know he's cracking up right now hearing this fucking story yo dead ass oh man but yeah that was a good one you could ask mom about that i don't know if she she'd own up to like you know all the chaos happening that day you know but uh yeah yeah it happened so that's funny as fuck good times <laughs> um, <laughs> There's a couple oh, of those man. with your dad. You know, we, we got a little busy here and there. But whatever. No big deal. All right. Here we go. <laughs> You're funny as fun. That's a funny-ass story, though. I, was just, I remember you were telling me about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It went down that day. But, yeah, we just acted like it never happened. Like, the next morning and shit, like, you guys were up. I think Josh was over, too. He's just fucking naked breakfast. No big deal. I'm, like, sore as fuck. I'm like, damn. This fought two men. This is crazy. It's like, all right, well. You were no boxing at the time, weren't you? Uh, I was at IMB on Boston Post Road. So I was oh, so gra- you were not- I was grappling and boxing, yeah. Oh, so you were getting it in. You were so you were probably like fighting skills of an adult. You're all right. Yeah, but I was, well, most adults don't have any fucking fighting skills at all. But I was like, I still was like That's what I'm saying. So like 145, 150 pound age. fucking, you know, 15 year old kid who had no business working there whatsoever and then fucking I don't know. I, basically, your dad basically told me that he brought me there for me to point the people out. But I, in his opinion, I took it upon myself to just set it off with him. And he might be right. I don't know. I could, I could see that. I could see. Yeah, you just don't wake a fucking, you know, a booming testosterone fucking raging 15-year-old teenager who's fighting every day. You don't just wake him up in the middle of the sleep and just say, hey, we're going to go and fuck this guy up. And I was like, okay. All right, who's driving? Like, let's do this. Like, all right, who's <laughs> driving? That's funny as fuck. Yeah, all right, but yeah, man, fucking yeah, that that was that story. I bet mom would tell you the story if you asked her. Probably. Yeah, she yeah she'd probably tell you at least most of it. But yeah, all right, my bad. What else do we got? Someone said best place to pick up chicks is sleep number. Dot dot dot. Believe me. <laughs> First off. Maybe after I started getting paid as a fucking professional fighter, right now, I'm not buying a bed at fucking sleep number. You could just pretend you are. Yeah, we are not making. First off, how many money. people going to how many people going to um sleep number a day? Five people, maybe. <laughs> what are the chances that, that one of them's gonna look good and want to be and want you? It's like a point. I feel like this. Whoever chance. sent this in is like. The either they work at Sleep Number or fucking they went in and just happened to like by the this lucky stroke meet their their wife 
at Ooh, Sleep Number. Like, that oh, might be a hack, place. though. Working at Sleep Number might be a hack. Out of every attractive girl I've ever met and had the, uh, I guess will be nice to say, the pleasure of like ever like laying on their bed, I can't think of any that were like, oh, this is so comfortable. Let me adjust my Sleep Number. You know what I mean? Like, Or maybe because all the women that buy a bed at Sleep Number, you just leave and you end up in a relationship. I, I don't know. Maybe. True. Or, bro, nothing is more depressing than a, like, a bed store at nighttime. You ever drive by one and the guy's just standing there by himself, 8 o'clock at night, knowing damn well no one's coming in. What's the guy's name that works at Sleep Number? What what do you think? Like, that guy who's just staring out, watching cars drive by. He's probably a big, he's probably a gamer for sure. But what do you you think he has for, like, a name? Oh, his name? Probably Clarence. Clarence. But, yo, imagine Clarence is there and he's like, oh, Hunter, fourth time this week, huh? You're just back to look at the same sleep number mattress. And you're just like, yeah, dude, I'm just here to pick up chicks. And he's like, okay, if you're ever going to buy one, just let me know. You know how disappointed the girl would be if you met a girl at sleep number? She goes back to your house and realizes you have a fucking a bobblepedic. She's like, what the fuck is this? You know and then you better hope Clarence doesn't look better than you because if it's just you two in the store and this girl, she's probably going to pick him over you. Oh man! So now that you gotta hope the sleep number guy's ugly, or just looks less than you do. I'm not calling you ugly or anything. <laughs> I'm done. What if this is a terrible fucking? That was a, the worst writing ever. Who the fuck does that? But I guess I can't say shit. I I don't think I've ever been in a sleep number location. This sounds like it's from somebody with experience, though. Yeah, maybe if like you're trying to meet like old women. Like, what young woman has a sleep number bed? I don't know for young women. We're... <laughs> like um, the majority of our listeners are still trying to pick up girls who fucking sleep on a futon. Like, what what demo are you? Like, I need to know who wrote this. Thing. No, our demo is all over the place from eighteen to like sixty. <laughs> Yo, this is not coming from anyone that is like my age or down. Yeah, because, like yeah, like our like I feel I've like... only ever seen sleep number in the mall. Oh, that's that's a wave right there. Yeah, okay. I thought you said Target was the best. No, I don't. No, I said Sleep Number. That's the only time I've ever seen a Sleep Number bed no, is in no. the mall. I'm saying, I thought you said Target was the best place. Like, no, Target is the best place. I told you that's like my nightclub. I'm in there. Like, bro, I could barely afford shit in Target too, bro. I was in there like, the other day on the phone again, be like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "Yeah, Target's expensive." I was like, "Damn." Like if I'm going to Target, I'm gonna put like a casual fit on so I look presentable while I'm in there because you'd never know what kind of girls you could run into in Target. The demographic is all over the place. I don't want to be like prejudiced or like maybe even kind of racist, but maybe there's a reason why I only date a certain type of woman because I don't go to places like Target. I'm like, I'm in Aldi's, bro. I'm in fucking Walmart. I'm fucking, you can catch me at fucking at some some spots, man. Jimmy Jazz. That might be your problem. Yeah, you're not. It's all about your environment. Yeah, you're not meeting no fucking, uh, you know, Carly or Emily or or Samantha, you're not meeting them at no fucking, uh, you know, Jimmy Jazz. Like that's not a thing. No. Do you even know what Jimmy Jazz is? That's like a sneaker store or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I go to the Vans store, so okay, I'm getting a different demo than you. Vans, you know. No, no, Vans is Converse. Wide, it's pretty wide. Yeah, Vans is like wide demographic brand. Yeah, Yeah, I'll give you that. A lot of people who never skated before got them. 
hundred percent. Do we count as people who have skated before? Bro, yes, we were skating by okay. be, like before that shit. Nah, we were skating on MySpace, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Way back. All right. Well, sleep number. I'll I'll keep that in mind. If I ever see one, I promise to pull over and do what it does. Like you were able to ollie and kickflip at one point. So yeah, you were skating with slides on. With slides on, exactly. <laughs> Oh my god, what is the next submission? Jesus. For the next one is um if you can tr- uh if you can time travel back to one historical event, what would it be? Oh, that's a good one. So this is a good one. Should I be woke or should I be honest? No, be honest. Okay. No, give me your honest answer and then give me your woke answer. My my woke answer is like funny. Like I'd go back because it's February. I'd go back to the Emancipation Proclamation. You know. Okay. Now, what's your yeah. honest one? Um, you know what's funny? Somebody who knows about history knows what I just said, and they're fucking crying, laughing right now. Do you even know what the Emancipation Proclamation is? What is it? You really don't know? No. Oh Jesus! It's when Lincoln freed the slaves. Get it in February. Oh. Some people will say he didn't, so I don't know. No, I mean, he did, but I mean, whatever. Um, some people would also say that Lincoln was gay with his bodyguard. Yeah. <laughs> okay. we, we talked about that in previous episodes. Um, oh, historical event. Um, dude, like, I don't know. I've always been really into history, so there's a bunch. Um. I mean, I'd probably go back to the, the conception, or is it conception? The conception of some people that I don't like, and I would stop their parents. <laughs> like, listen, it's not worth it. You don't want to do this. They're like, who are you? But like, it's only one host- only one event. I don't think uh, we get multiple, so choose wisely. Fuck. Historical event. That's a, this is a really good one. Somebody from New England definitely wrote this because this is a very intelligent question. You got nothing? I dude, I can just there's a I honestly I have a bunch. I right, give one. First thing that comes to your mind. Um, first thing that comes to my mind, um D Day. Your birthday? No, D Day. You don't even know. Oh, I thought you said B Day. Oh no. What what the fuck? No. I was there on my birthday. Why would I go back? Um Imagine you go back to your birthday and you know what you know now, but you're a baby. Boy, how things would be different. Um, no, uh, yeah, like I don't know, like like D Day or like fucking. Uh, I don't know. I keep thinking of like a bunch of military references for one. Um, then I think of like the whole like uh, like the whaling and shit in in New England, like like the whalers, like legitimate. Um, and like New Bedford, Mass, and shit like that. Out think that would have been dope um like these dudes were literally harpooning fucking animals the size of a building and taking them into the shore of massachusetts and like turning them into oil and shit fucking, that's fucking that, badass but, yeah and it's, it's like that's literally like our culture quote unquote i guess you call it like i i always thought this shit was crazy like you know what i mean just that we come from that no one ever thinks oh yeah harford whalers they're like, yeah, I don't. What the fuck is that? And it's like, yeah. And then they do. Dude, they need to update that logo. Then fuck, get the yeah. whale. Get this guy throwing 
whatever they use. They well, get the whale. They got the fucking like the massive the tail. <laughs> the tail is dope. When they did a little cartoon, little fucking little fruity whale, that that wasn't cool. It looked like no. a bathtub toy. You know what I mean? Like did no justice. I remember, dude. Speaking to your dad, I remember um, McDonough Mariners, right? Oh yeah. I was so mad that I wasn't on like like the Lawrence Tigers and shit like that. I'm like, man, what the fuck is a Mariner? Your dad's like, Mariners are fucking like really cool. And I'm like, nah, you're just saying that shit. Dude, when I looked at what a mariner is and shit, I'm like, yo, it's actually way doper than a fucking tiger. Think about it. You fucking, you play for Lawrence Elementary or whatever, and you're a Lawrence Tiger, and you fuck, what are you going to hang out with Joe Exotic? Yo, like, there's nothing, nothing cool about that shit. But Better like, than the Spencer shit? Pandas. <laughs> yo, I, <laughs> that's who Stone played for. So much I want to say. I'm that's not who Stone played for in fifth grade. What was uh, Kegwin? No, Kegwin was like, um, it was intramurals. Yeah, but we're Kegwin Rocks. Um, what the fuck was it? Was it that? I think it was a tiger too. Fuck, I can't yeah, remember. Never in the history of life has there been a fucking tiger in Middletown, Connecticut, but yet fucking there's eight. I don't know if it was Middletown Tigers, tigers it? fucking Lawrence Tigers, Kegwin Tigers. Like everyone had fucking tigers. When the fuck was there ever? Come on, we should have been the fucking Whalers or the the Mariners. You know what I mean? As long as you don't offend anybody, you might. Yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I can't, man. I, I want to just take a deep dive in like fucked up shit that I can say to all these different things you're saying, but let's not. You know what I mean, um, what about you, bro? What, I feel what... like I would definitely want to go back to like ancient Egyptian times, mm. just because yeah. like there's so many, you know, questions I need. <laughs> I need answered. First off, I no. Well, it says events, so I'd probably pick. I want to see when they were building the pyramids and what the fuck was going on. What actually was going on? Because there's so many allegedly theories out there. It was aliens, but I mean, huh? Allegedly, it was aliens. That's what I'm. I know. So I'm trying to get at. There's a lot of proof of like extraterrestrial life back then and shit. So I would be interested to just see what it was like. All right, and you'd get a major sunburn out there because you're pretty fair skinned. No, I would. But... <laughs> I would die <laughs> cool. uh, quickly. Yeah, I mean, all right. That's, I think that would be one. like the most thing I'm mostly interested in. Honestly, See, I'm thinking like American history for whatever reason, but to be able to go back like anywhere, fuck, man. Go back to Adam and Eve if you want. Maybe. Yeah, legend, legend, you know what I mean? Uh, but no, like, honestly, dude, what I would like to see, because it's, it's already been proven that, like, this was, like, legitimate, unlike the pyramids that, you know, might not even be a real thing that you can't touch. Um, the fucking, like, the Colosseum, dude. You said you can't touch the pyramids? Yeah, apparently you, you can't go up and, like, touch them. They're fucking, they're, everything is, like, barricaded off. Yeah, you can. I see pictures of people all the time on, on them. Do you know these people? Yes. You know the people in the pictures. I know people. Yes, I've known people who've gone to Egypt. How do you know that they're not all part of this Personally. fucking giant scam? Right, dude, I will just go. I'm going to go and Think prove about it, it to you. You go, right? But here's what's going to happen. You're going to go. You're going to waste all the money and shit to go there. You're going to go and, and realize that the shit's not real. It's just like a giant fucking projection screen. And then you're going to fucking – you don't want to be – told by me that yeah i told you so so you're gonna come back and talk about all this fucking these lies about how dope the pyramids are when really you and i both know that they didn't even exist bro listen you know? i'm a book a trip to egypt anyone listening want to come with me all right we're about to book a trip just hit me up and let me know yeah you're both gonna lie so i'll go like you have to go we both I'm... have to go huh we bo- we're both gonna have to go yeah you gotta go too 
Yeah, fair. We'll book a whole social club trip to Egypt. Dude, we're going to run this fucking Amex up, huh? Social club Amex. Fuck it. Well, no, they got to pay for their own flight. They could just hang out with us and shit. Oh, I don't even care if they come or not. We'll just go. Fuck them, you know? We'll just bring Gimpy. Yeah, fucking, that'd be dope. Um, But yeah, dude, I'd want to see like the Coliseum, bro. See what it's like to fucking gladiators and fucking. That's a good one, too. Yeah, all that. Yeah, this is fucking crazy, man. During medieval times is wild as well. That's pretty dope, too. You could just go to like fucking Kissimmee, Florida and see that for yourself. Bro, I remember I used to like, I used to love that shit as a kid. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you deep dove into that for a while. Funny thing is, like, for me, when I was around that age, I was, like, crazy into the Titanic. And now June is, like, obsessed with the Titanic, bro. He gets kicked facts all day about the Titanic. Yeah, that's uh, crazy that's, that's that you guys are both. You wild. put them on or? No, 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 no. It, organic, dude. Completely by accident. So what happened is, like, like Devon would, they would do, like, a, a mom and boys, like, date movie night where they'd all eat, like, popcorn or whatever and watch a movie, right? Well, Devon being the smartass that he is, he decides to pick the longest movie that he can find so that, like, his date would, you know, he's, he loves his mom. He's a mama's boy, man. His date would last longer. Well, Lola, Devon, Kanan all knock out. They wake up, and June has restarted the movie and is watching it again. And ever since then, dude, he's like, this is, like, crazy. He could tell you the captain and the year it fucking was built and the year it sank and all these different crazy facts and shit. I was like, damn. He's, he's, that's what he says he wants to do. And he wants to be a ship captain when he gets older. That's crazy. Dude, it's nuts, bro. People would come to the barbershop and they just became victims, dude, of like Titanic punishment. He would just sit next to him with the iPad and just start fucking spouting off facts and telling them, yeah, read this. This says it right here. Da, 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 da. You around, like, oh, were you around that same age too? Yes, bro. That's what's crazy, man. That's wild. It's that genetics, insane. man. I'm telling you, bro. This shit is real. But, um, but, dude, maybe I'd go back to that so that I could fucking come back and then i can give uh my son a first-hand account of fucking what happened in 1912 there you go that's a good one too yeah you know what i mean see so now you gotta fucking so now you, you gotta ponder these things, what these about I'm trying to think of some other crazy shit that happened what about jfk like would you be standing right there um, that's man. bad i would not want to do that one i no. remember having this conversation with your grandmother man dude like Fuck, 15 years ago, maybe? Probably, yeah. Yeah, having this conversation because she fucking loved JFK. Um, and just having a conversation about this shit. Um, I don't know, man. That one never really intrigued me like that. Like, I, I had been to that area a bunch of times and never took the tour or anything like that because it's like there's so many just like misleading uh, the, the conspiracy, man. It goes hard left, hard right, hard, you know, it's kind of all over the place. So I, I don't know. I don't know if that one would be. I just wouldn't want to find out the real fucking answer. I'm like, oh, that's I got the real answers. I sent them to you. When? Just the now? The CIA killed JFK. I sent you those uh, those documents before. Oh, yeah. This was a while back when you told me that you're tapped in with the fucking the government. Yes. I got those. <laughs> I got those unclassified documents. I'm crying, now. Um, but it's like, <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. Why does anyone believe that? Like they literally, the government literally posted documents that the CIA was involved with killing him. Why is it still a conspiracy when there's proof? Um, it's above my pay grade, bro. <laughs> Listen, I have to maintain the security clearance for my job, so I don't really want to get into this one. Oh shit, I forgot. <laughs> it's all good. 
Oh shit. Anyways. No worries. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, yeah. yeah, we could just close out there. Yeah, this was uh is that is that an episode? It's a wrap? I think so. Okay. I I wanna put this out, but I should put it out in a better episode. Nah, I gotta put it out in a better episode. Okay, I'm gonna put this out in our next episode. I accidentally shot my shot with a uh podcaster who's on a podcast that is much larger than our podcast. And um Yo, she responded to me, like, within seconds. No. I'm so serious. Who? I can't say. We got to save for the next episode. I'll tell you offline. All right. Text me when we get off this. All right. Word. But, yeah, yeah, So, stay tuned for that. Um, But, yeah, very surprised. I was just, like, watching her story, and I accidentally hit one of, like, the automatic responses that it gives you at the bottom. And I was like, fuck. So, I deleted it. And then it, like, she's... I didn't shoot my shot appropriately. She fucking sent back a question mark. So I was like, what the fuck? Why What'd you she... say? What was your shot though? So I was like, hey, fucking more or less something along the lines of like, hey, I hit one of those automated responses. You know what I mean? My bad fucking something. something. I forget. It was smooth though. It was like hot butter, like on a bald head for sure. But I don't know. Then she like responded after that too. I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, I guess I'm going to New York City. Anyways, um, Interesting. Then we can yeah. get our studio out there. Um, I think that the podcast she's on, because uh, her two co-hosts, one of them works for ESPN, the other one works um, for Apple Music. Um, her thing is, I, I think that's all she does is that she does the um, the podcast, and I, I'm assuming a couple other things, but yeah, was, they they definitely get more streams than we do by like a lot. But listen. Be smart. Play your cards right. Yeah. You don't even got to try to get with her. It's called networking and shit. So if you can network, you know, the pod. Oh, I'm going to fuck it up. You can network. I'll fuck it up. I'm not going to lie to you. You're going to fuck what up? I, I would. You said network with her. And she, no, 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 no. Listen, I've. I've listen, I was just looking reached... out for myself, to be honest with you. <clears throat> I left her in my inbox and haven't opened the message up. All right, good. I, that's how That's how you got to be. respond. She might be like. But you gotta respond. Oh my bad. Okay, cool. My my headset died. Um, but yeah, like if I respond, then you just gotta give it time. Don't be responding right away. Oh, it's been like six days. Good. Now you respond like any time now and be like, oh, follow up. But see, I'm gonna have to have you get in touch with her because I'll fuck it up and then I'll end up doing some unforgivable things. You know, we'll probably have some like tumultuous breakup and then fucking we'll be blacklisted from all podcasting events for the rest of our lives and then that's the death of the social club it's not for okay before no i'm telling you the villain role ain't too bad sometimes all right before we hang up i'm just gonna send you just so you can be like wow uh what the fuck i'm gonna send this to you um just that you know okay you sent it to me no sending it right now and it should be in your inbox. And then you tell me why I shouldn't do this. I thought we were talking about this on the next episode. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna disclose who it is on the next episode. But right now, <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I see you. Do you see why that's a problem for me? Isn't that like the exact make and model of like every other issue in my life? 
Yeah, but you know, <laughs> you don't know unless you try, my man. That's right. Shoot or shoot. So, you know, uh, me and Hunter, we'll see you on the fucking next episode. We're going to land this bitch right now. All right. We out. <laughs> All right. Peace. Stay black. You're